have you ever wondered if those creepy stories that you read on the internet, the no-sleeps, or the creepy pastas, have some truth to them? If one out of a dozen stories you hear about circulating through the web is actually true, how would you ever know? You wouldn't. This is why what I'm about to tell you will never be in those places. I need the truth to be heard. There are things in this world that none of us will ever be able to understand, contain, or control. Things science can't explain, and may not even be of this world at all. I live a relatively mundane life. I go to work, come home, watch something on YouTube, talk to a few people online, go to sleep, repeat. Some days it gets to me, some days it doesn't. The reason I'm telling you this is because of something I'm realizing as I'm typing it. Because of this mundane, repetitive cycle, I find that I'm more perceptive to bumps in the road than I normally would be otherwise. What I mean is, when something, even a small, obscure little thing comes and pulls in the strings that hold my little life together, I notice it, and I sit with it, until it bothers me. A few days ago, I was feeling overworked, so... I left my job early to get some rest. Since my uncle would still be working when I got home, I would be alone in the house for a few hours. I decided to eat something, lay down, and take a nap to hopefully sleep off my achy body. The house always feels off when no one else is around. It's hard to sleep in there, knowing if anyone tries to break in, you are completely alone in defending you your house, and your belongings from such an occurrence. But because of my condition at the time, sleep wasn't as hard as it normally is. When I awoke, I immediately had this strange feeling of something outside my windows, which isn't abnormal for me. I read a creepypasta years ago about something looking through a person's window, and it freaked me out for good. As I slowly woke up, I started to become aware of a really strange noise coming from somewhere outside my house. No idea how far away it was, or what direction it was coming from, but there was definitely something. It sounded like someone sobbing, but muffled through a wall of some sort. But also mixed with music? Low, bassy, rumbly music. I got up and opened my curtain to the window above my bed and peered out. Nothing. The only evidence that there was anything happening outside at all was what looked to be a few flashlights being pointed in the woods across the street, adjacent to my house. Let me give you a quick layout so you know what I'm dealing with. There's woods basically all around my house. Not too deep, but just enough to be creepy at night. You can see the street through the other side, if there's enough light, where the flashlight seemed to be. It was all behind my house and across the street in the other set of woods. They were being pointed in rapid areas, like whoever was doing it was completely lost and trying to find their way out, which is odd, 
considering the woods are not that deep, and they didn't even really look that far in. Whoever was holding them had to be at least seven feet tall, or holding them above their head because they were way too high up to be anything else. I debated on going out and seeing if I could help, but they were in a neighbor's yard. Everyone around here is packing, and, well, I'm not about to get shot over someone who can't see the street directly in front of them with two high-powered flashlights. So I closed the curtain and laid down again. My body was still feeling pretty run down, so I decided to go back to sleep for another hour or two. And my efforts were useless, though. As about a half hour goes by and I'm ripped out of my nap again. The sobbing and the music were still the same, but they were much louder than before. Like it was right outside of my window. I sat up in my bed and grabbed the edge of the curtain, hesitating due to what I might find on the other side. I breathed in a big breath and pulled the curtain back. Whoever was out there was much closer now. They were now in the patch of woods behind my house. Why would they leave the woods, cross the street, and then go into another patch of woods and start crying? Thank God my window was closed. When I saw the person, I let out a huge, Jesus Christ! Due to the circumstances, I no longer thought this person needed help. I was thinking they were either on drugs or just batshit crazy. I watched them for what seemed like hours, just pacing back and forth through the same few feet of leaves and twigs, shining those damn lights in every direction possible. The noise was definitely coming from whoever, or whatever, it was. I sat there for a few minutes deciding on if I should open the window and call out to see if they needed help, when someone else must have had the same idea. My neighbor who lived in the house behind me was about 20 feet away from the stranger and called out to them from their back porch. Hey, you alright? Are you hurt or something? The weeping person jolted quickly and pointed the flashlight directly at my neighbor, the low bassy tones of the noise getting louder and more distorted. Shut that shit off, man. What's the matter with you? My neighbor called out to the stranger. The person holding the flashlight stood inhumanly still for a solid 30 seconds, just staring and pointing the lights directly in my neighbor's face. It was at that moment that I noticed something really strange about them. When my neighbor came outside, he turned his porch lights on to get a better look at what was going on, illuminating the stranger. I could see a rough outline of their body. Now, like I said before... The person was either really tall or holding the lights above their head due to the height, but it was neither. They were about six foot, skinny, and from the shape of them, completely naked. They didn't seem to be holding anything, yet the lights still shone. But they didn't come from their hands. They were coming directly from their head. My neighbor must have realized this when I did, because he quickly backed away into the foyer of his porch and opened the sliding glass door to his home, but not before the person, or creature, lunged and bounded forward towards him. It moved incredibly fast, 
crossing the rest of the length of the woods and up the thirteen steps to the top of the porch in seconds. My neighbor barely got his other leg through the door when the thing grabbed him by the back of his neck and smashed him against the side of the house, repeatedly, tossing his body through the screen of the foyer into the driveway below. A little light faded from my neighbor's corpse, and the thing loomed over the porch railing and... inhaled? I don't know how else to explain it, but it was this small stream of steamy light seeped from his body, and the thing just seemed to... breathe it in. I screamed and stifled a sob. Me and my neighbor were extremely close friends, having gone to high school together and even making music. Seeing him die, and so violently right in front of me will shake me for life, however long that may be. The thing seemed to have heard my cry, because it snapped its head towards me, finally revealing its face, for lack of a better word. Because of the glare of the lights on the window, it was hard to make out, but I couldn't see any discernible features on its head. It was completely smooth, all black. Two big holes filled with bright light coming straight out of its skull. Instead of a mouth, it had a thin white glowing line, occasionally moving in a sound wave form when it released the sounds of the sobbing and the low-toned music. I quickly shut the curtains when I saw it jump down the steps. Hiding under my covers like a child, I waited and I listened. Nothing. And then... Joe? Joe, you out here, man? My neighbor's brother. He came out to check on him. Oh no. No, no, no. I whispered to myself. I couldn't look. I couldn't peek out. I couldn't help. No one could stop something like that, especially not me. The screams and pounding on the inner walls of my neighbor's home only lasted a few minutes before silence fell upon the streets again, and I prayed that it forgot about me. I can hear its sobbing again. The low rumble has become a distorted, loud mess of noise, and it's just outside my window. It sounds... digitized. Like it's being played through a radio. I know someone must have called the cops. I know that I can't. If I make any noise, I'm sure that it'll hear it and kill me. Someone will come. But how long will that take? How many people will go outside to see what's wrong, and how many of them will die not knowing what I know? So... I write this to all of you. This will be sent out immediately to everyone I know, and you must share it with everyone that you know, in hopes that the word gets out to enough people. There is something wrong with this world. There are things in it that do not belong here, that only seek to steal your soul straight from your body. I'm telling you all, if you see lights in the woods behind your house, if you hear sobbing coming from that direction, shut the blinds, make sure the doors are locked, shut off all of your lights, and stay quiet. They don't want your help. They only want your light.
So that, my friends, was Lights by Jay Kirk, also known as TDN. I'm pretty sure he doesn't care that I say that because he puts his name out there pretty pretty frequently. So TDN is a fantastic person, an absolute powerhouse of a creative individual, and honestly one of my best friends out there in this world. This man is amazing. Uh, he's the one that actually taught me how to use Photoshop, so if you like my thumbnails, you can thank him for that. And uh, just honestly, ever since he and I met, it's it's always been a fantastic friendship between he and I, so... Jay, thank you so very much for sending the story to me. I know you expected me to do it a long time ago, and, well, I did it now, so hopefully you won't uh, bug me about it too much more. Anyways, the story was amazing. I love these kind of stories, the mysterious ones where you don't know what the hell is going on by the end. Definitely, definitely hit that one on the on the head there. <laughs> so again, thank you, Jay. Really, really do appreciate it. Love the story and love you, man. So if you all enjoyed it, please do hit that thumbs up button. It really does help the channel. If you're new to the channel and want more stuff like this, well, consider subscribing. I'm trying to do more here. I know I kind of suck at it, but, you know, that's, that's me. Uh, the main channel gets way more focused because it's the one that... Um, well, technically, it's my job. So, this one's my hobby, so that's why it gets a little less attention. I'm trying, though, guys. I really am. Hopefully, you do enjoy it, though. So, uh, you can also leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Um, let Jay know which thought of the story. If positive, negative, feedback, uh, criticism. Constructive, of course. Not just rude. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you're all having a beautiful day, and hopefully, you all have a great rest of your week. Hope that I do see you again here very soon on the next one, but until then, remember you are loved, you are valid, you are important. You're the best you that you can be. Never forget it, and please don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. But until I see you again, my friends, sleep well.